The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. This place where I bring it to ya, fresh and clean, purified by the blood, that's what I mean. I ain't no gangster, I ain't no wanna be no big in size, but I'm top mentally. I tackle the giants as I praise them aside, cause you know it don't stop when I'm on fire with that racial favor and that catchy melody. I'll be raising God's praises for eternity. If you want success, I must suggest the best. You don't need the rest, the mess of all consent. Yeah, I'll take you where the brightest ever fades. There's a super high feeling for the rest of your days. It's more than just a party, it's a revolution. Searching for something, I found the solution. God's people, let's rock the house, y'all. King of Builders, let's rock the house, y'all. Bless soldiers, let's rock the house, y'all. Come on, everybody, let's rock the house. God's people, let's rock the house, y'all. King of Builders, let's rock the house, y'all. Thanks for coming back for more from The Antidote. I'm Dave Hawkins. I've always enjoyed connecting with Christian artists from all around the world. Last week, we were joined by Koki from Los Angeles. The week before, Slovakia's Signum Regis. On tonight's episode, we had a lot further south to Brisbane, Australia, to meet with Joshua Webb. His style is hard to define. I mean, overall, it's rap but he also gets into rock, R&B, pop, and he also delivers a lot of dance-based tracks. Joshua and I have been in touch for most of this year, so I'm definitely overdue to have him on The Antidote. I opened the night with a sample of Rock the House from Joshua's Kingdom Rap release. In a couple minutes, we'll hear J-Dub on your system from his new album, Rushing to Wait. But for now, let's get into the first part of the Antidote's conversation with Joshua Webb. From the land down under, Joshua Webb has come to the Antidote. Thanks for taking time for us. Hey, you're welcome. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Like, <laughs> Do Aussies ever get tired of having Australia called down under? <laughs> well, probably. I mean, I'm not an Australian, actually, but I'm from New Zealand, which is down under as well, so... Yeah, I guess we're kind of used to that. <laughs> we're always sort of down under because we're right down there, you know, above Antarctica at least. But yeah, <laughs> so we go with that. So when was it that they kicked you out of New Zealand? Uh, I, I probably, once they weren't giving me the, I guess, best opportunities in terms of making money. <laughs> so there was um, grass was look green on the other side and like, I'm one of many Kiwis that have moved over here. Yeah, just bigger opportunities and better financial climate, I guess. But the lifestyle's good here too. Now, I usually ask an artist about their music roots, but you actually made that easy because you laid it all out on J-Dub on your system. <laughs> I, did. I mean, it says a lot, like really a lot. 
maybe before we play the track, you can fill us in about it. Yeah, um, JW System, I think that song was inspired by um, other, I guess you could say, white rappers that had some kind of fun, quirky kind of theme songs. So it was one of my older songs I wrote around, was it 2006, 5, 6? Yeah, so I just playing around with lyrics and yeah, just kind of letting people know where I'm from, what I'm about kind of thing. So a bit of a theme song and to kind of let people know, I guess, about what was my nickname I got working in hip hop workshops. Um, I was giving people called me J-Dub, obviously with my initials being J-W. At school, I was named DJ Josh because I kind of started as a bit of a DJ and I had my own top 20 countdown and I, it was back at high school in 99 i think where i had cassette tapes and people sending them to people um with hey it's dj josh with the top 20 countdown <laughs> so i kind of <laughs> i had ideas of maybe being a radio dj which i didn't you know pursue in the end i kind of had that name but i thought it was a bit ordinary so i thought hey j-dub's pretty cool we'll run with that so it was kind of solidifying Um, I guess that new nickname I had at the time. Get your flow. 
also at points you have gone by J-Dub instead of Joshua Webb. Wouldn't yeah. it just be easier to stick with a single performer name? Yeah, because um, at times I had, like I had just J-Dub, but then I decided I thought my name sounded quite good, like Joshua Webb, and that I wasn't just rapping. I guess there's a couple of songs I sing on. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I just ended up preferring to stick with my name and i think that's fine like um i mean eminem marshall mathers what's his real name but you know i had the slim shady so there's sometimes you can have other nicknames and so i guess i kind of use both maybe like it's kind of like a shorter abbreviation of, of joshua webb just call me j-dub but officially joshua webb so basically, people can go with whatever they want, just listen to the music. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. So J-Dub on your system comes from your just-released album, Rushing to Wait. But I want to go back to last year's release, Kingdom Rap. With a title like that, you must have been intending to market it to Christians. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the focus of, of that album. The songs were born through, I guess, my time particularly working in like youth ministry at a church mm-hmm. where we had Friday night events. So I wrote songs a lot. A lot were just like to perform and kind of outreach, you know, places around the community and stuff. So it was kind of a collection of um, songs I had come up with, which had a, a more ministry christian audience focus well even though you were really aiming kingdom rap at christians it includes some rough songs like (laughs) society is a war zone that's brutally raw i mean it's about suicide and abusive partners the final line is society is a war zone youth are lambs for the slaughter why do you think that way um i i think that way because I reached out to someone and that was their life story. I was in a church and a youth ministry, which was very to the point. And we went into communities and there was dark places and things like that and testimonies share and all that kind of thing. So it was in that environment. Um, I just thought that, I guess if that line used to lands for the slaughter, yeah, it's quite heavy. But I thought how dark the world was and how, um, people like that person were brought up in these environments and it's like they didn't really know better. They didn't know that there was like a better way in terms of relationships and stuff. And I think they were almost like on a hiding to nothing. So, you know, it's just a, a culture and we're seeing it more and more with young people, you know, how the society, the values have dropped in, you know, they promote promiscuousness and drugs and alcohol, you know, of entertainment and nightlife and all that kind of thing. So I think that there's a big lack of um, direction amongst youth. So I think it's some a lot, a lot of those ideas and way of thinking. You're not taking that on as a personal project, are you, to improve society? <laughs> uh, oh, of course. I think with... Um, you know, in terms of my writing and, and stuff, I'm wanting to write songs, inspire and show people a better way. Um, definitely with songs, you know, other songs that are on that album, I think, you know, show that as well. Hello? 
Who's this? Hello? Suffering from my personal need I never met her before But I gave her counseling She told me about her troubles I was willing to help To try and free her from my house She just couldn't come out She told me about her boyfriend Let them he was in jail He was a violent kind of male She would leave a doctor High in scars and my daughter But these kind of marks Do a shot for water I told her leave the man If she wants to have a future Doesn't serve a woman That's not how he should treat ya She let them hide those bars Paying him no more visits She's got herself a job And it's like she's trying to fix it She texts, might as well kill herself. Life was over, she stressed. I texted, tried to call her. She said it was too late, I had my chance. She hated me, now it's too late. I remember what my friend told me the other day. She read an email from my self mate three days late. He was gonna kill himself in the weekend. Three days, two ladies put his life to an end. So I kept trying to contact her, praying she was there. My words on the text finally calmed her down here. situations that come up in society is a war zone are horrible. The worst thing about it is that the stories in the song aren't made up. People can actually act evilly, and that's exactly what can change by having a relationship with Christ. That's also related in the Joshua Webb song called Champion. Let's hear about it. You know, I think I've been sort of pigeonholing you into the rap realm. But really, you do quite a bit of singing in your songs. But I do find it pretty amazing how many Christian rappers have become really incredibly popular. There's guys like NF, Derek Minor, Trip Lee, and of course there's Lecrae. Oh, yes. But I want to find out from you, does that make it harder or easier for Joshua Webb to make an impact? Um, I think it. I think it's easy. It just shows that. There's definitely a lot of interest in, in Christian rap and and rap being used as a tool, like a preaching tool. 
as well. So I think that's encouraging that people are open to it and are listening to, you know, Christian rap. So yeah, I take inspiration from those artists. Meaning that there are more rappers than Drake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's great. I think we need more and more because there's a lot of rappers out there in the world for all sorts of language and all sorts of messages. But um, yeah, it's really good when there's um, Christians are listening to, you know, clean rap and also messages which can inspire them. Kingdom Rap included Champion. You even released three different mixes of that track. But what was it about the song that made it so popular? Yeah, um, maybe it's the inspirational message about being strong in your faith and that, you know, we're champions in Christ, like we've got the victory. Um, The cool thing about the gospel is that Jesus talks about that through the word. It's like um, the end is knowing that we have the victory, It's which you wouldn't want to share if you were making a film or something like that. You don't want to know that the ending or a sports match, you, you don't know who wins till, till the end of it spoils it. But there's a big spoiler in there that we have the victory. I think we kind of need that, um, you know, just to encourage us to, to keep going through all the troubles. That's what I think about. Um, and it make it making it personal as well. Can't bring me down. I'm a champion. You know, I'm fighting for the victory. I'm born to win. So, yeah, just like a declaration. I think people like that. I think it's uplifting as well as I think the song sounds cool as well. You said that champion is personal, and it definitely is when it says, I wasn't born to lose, but be a winner in life. While the haters try, cut me down with words like a knife. I've got the confidence that comes from deep within. I've got God on my side, so in the end I win. Earlier on, it also says, I've overcome all obstacles, the giants in my way. You really make it sound as if you were being persecuted. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, definitely, I think you, I, I've gone through a lot of like rejection, you know, growing up, being different. Well, different in which way? Because of your faith? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely at school. Like I did mention about bullying and the album version of that song, mm-hmm. you know, so I was physically bullied quite regularly. A slim dude, <laughs> you know, so seemed to be a natural target for bullies and as growing up. And um, so, yeah, even in the church and with rap music and things like that, sometimes because of my style, maybe not being gangster looking or you know fitting the mold or people's perception of a rapper i think a lot of times i was left out in terms of you know the bigger opportunities and things like that so i was always felt like i kind of had something to prove almost which just made me work harder and and harder on my craft I'm aiming for the top, so until I got the victory, I ain't gonna stop. I've gone through the pain, I've gone through the struggle. People riding me off like a clown that can't juggle. I've overcome all obstacles of giants in my way. With an injection of Nike flowing through my veins, I pour the air, confidence in the atmosphere. So those in my way will see the champion is here. Yes, it was tough at school, called all sorts of names. Bullied and beat it to make me feel ashamed. I know what it's like to be lonely, left out. Now I know what it's like to come back from such doubt. I wasn't born to I'll be a winner in life While the haters try to cut me down like words like a knife I got the confidence that comes from deep within I've got God on my side so in the end I win You can't bring me down 
nights, early mornings, I'ma sleep when I'm done See you get what you want when you learn how to sacrifice That's a secret, but it ain't classified Anyone can do it, you just gotta be consistent The shots you don't take are the ones that you be missing So hold up, never let them doubts overtake you Cause when you about to give up is usually when the breakthrough comes So you gotta overcome all the hate too Cause everyone's got something to say, don't let it change you Stay true, and if you need that inspiration This the type of sun that gets you that extra motivation in the title game I ain't never hesitating Cause that preparation, dedication leads to celebration that You can't bring me down, I'm a champion Fighting for the victory, I'm born to win I'm willing to suffer and pay the cost to be a champion And finish on top You can't bring me down, I'm a champion Fighting for the victory, I'm born to win I'm willing to suffer and pay the cost to be a champion And finish on top about being white and doing rap and I actually had somebody once say that for a white guy to do rap is cultural appropriation and it's like wow I never would have thought about that is that an overreaction um I just think that from my experiences I mean you know encouraged me a lot was when I went to United States and I was at um a big African-American church. Um, I had the opportunity to rap to the youth there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they received it so well. And yeah, it, they were on their feet jeering. And I felt so encouraged being this white guy from New Zealand to to be in America from the race of people that created rap. So that really was a uplifting moment for me because, you know, I didn't even get that from my own church people, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that, I found that quite interesting experience and you know those things definitely encourage you you just spoke about coming to the states to perform which is really cool i wonder in your own country is it difficult to tour oh yeah australia is like a continent <laughs> you know so yeah you're gonna have to begin on airplanes to to go from city to city so it is yeah it is tricky to to get around and quite costly so unless you've got a really good tour plan um sorted I guess growing up in New Zealand is a bit different because it's quite, it's a small country, so it's a lot, lot easy to get around <laughs> to, <laughs> to shows and stuff. It's true. Australia is sort of massive. 
I find it interesting how your songs often include guests. Like on We Can Make a Change, D-Rookie and Ramina Webb. So I got a guest, Ramina, your wife. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's great to have her featuring on that song, as well as Lost Souls. Now you got to tell us, <laughs> how much did Ramina charge you for her to sing on the song? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I got a freebie with that one just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> She's very supportive, and I think it was sometimes was a case of like, oh, I'll just sing it because it'll save money getting someone, <laughs> someone else to feature on it. And she's great on it. Oh, thanks. Big G-O-D, coming down with the heat, enough for one shot to blow through. Satan scheme with a lyrical ride, just all the time you were sad. To send it any clouds inspired by the one who's inside of us. Stacking my food to our loops around those who were prayer haters. And there's nothing they can do to stop a phone and only going for the God that's true. And I never apologize when I live for the truth. So when the push comes to shove, look up. I'm above with the soldiers count the blessing of King Solomon. With the wisdom and faith that I need in this place to run this life's race with that extreme pain. So I'm free from all the pain and chains And not be bound by the worldly way Transform the days of wimpy faith To make it strong the world obeys It's a dear spirit that I'm talking about It's time to spread the word It's a truth, no doubt Like this, like that I'm bringing some truth from a Kiwi habitat Like a shotgun The word is out like the morning sun The lights are bound so I ain't hesitating On the lessons out of waiting While your cats are paying I won't be left there Kind of pain and I just go about my business Making rhymes that are truly righteous And then I'll be lyrically blessed And caressing no stress With the word of God makes a test and rest That'll keep me strong when things go wrong Pain that I won't belong Until all the pain is gone I do speed like a cheater To my people that's a need of God's strength and courage Locked up inside of me Cause it's a biblical life That you see that you witness More kingdom rap to put on your music hit list Changes on the way. What makes a difference in these last days are open for debate. What brings the actual change is when the words leave the page. Cause when the word becomes flesh, watch the word become blessed. You know I'm down with J-E-S-U-S. I'm not hanging out for loose change. Now I'm blessed. The same standard post. I'm coming out express. He took this heart, made a stone, and made a tender as flesh. Extra, extra, read about it, even chat about it. But unless you're walking out to talk, changes rewrite it. Check my GPS tracking and the voice shouted. Changes coming at the next turn. It's the least crowded. Let's be honest here. The changes I can make today affects my tomorrow So no, I'm not okay with evil writing narratives and telling us to play Keep the snakes and your ladders, I'm gonna change the game We can make a change, a change to this world Yeah. 
change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. We can make a change, yeah, we can make a change. Many of the songs from Joshua Webb ooze positivity, like what we heard on We Can Make a Change when it says, what brings the actual change is when the words leave the page, because when the word becomes flesh, watch the world become blessed. So true. One song that isn't so positive is Turn Up the Pain. We gotta move on to your new album, Rushing to Wait. I like it because it isn't a duplicate of Kingdom Rap. You change things up. I mean, it has these bright, happy songs, but it also has a few dark ones, like what you did with Turn Up the Pain. Is that actually a true story? Yeah, absolutely. I did change the name of the people in it. But, um, yeah, again, I, I wrote songs as a story of, of what actually happened. Is that tough to relate topics like that in a song? Like, is it emotional for you? Oh, yeah, it's very emotional. Yeah, so it gives a lot of drive behind the song when it's real, when you're talking about that kind of stuff. And um, I think it's it's really good to get it off your chest, you know, and let people know what's really going on and how things can be better.
you have a big range of styles, <laughs> and this is really noticeable on Rushing to Wait. You go all the way from the aggressiveness of Mosh Pit to this 70s pop sound on every day. <laughs> I mean, how do your fans feel about that? Um, give me your feedback. People really enjoying, I guess, the variety on the album. I mean, not everyone's going to like everything, but... Um, I'm just putting out music that I, I loved to create. And um, I've just written such a range of songs over the years. And yeah, I just wanted to just start releasing some of them. And yeah, you can't quite do like heaps of albums of all different styles. So um, yeah, I wanted to put something like Every Day on there. It was one of the first songs I ever wrote. And as well as yeah, songs like Mosh Pit. Yeah, I think they're being well-received anyway. I, I kind of see the album as more of a pop album, kind of like, you know, pop mm -hmm. rap, you know, which obviously pop is, they call it like a genre, but it's all types of music that's true. may have like a catchy chorus or something like that. Um, so that's how I kind of see the album, you know, because I love all types of music. So I've been inspired by all types of music over the years. and So that's a reflection of that um not sticking to a genre or being just a hip-hop artist or being pigeonholed as people always try and do so um it can work a little bit against you in terms of the niche side of things but yeah as i'm getting older now it's just like i just want to put the stuff out there and you know i've got fresh ideas for different sounding songs and stuff in projects to come so i think every album will be quite different and every song even is different. So I think that's quite exciting because when I put out a song, people have no idea what it's probably going to sound like until they listen to it. <laughs> you just like throwing out surprises. Yeah, exactly. I def definitely have some more in, in the pipelines, which will keep challenging people's perception, or I guess, of me as a, of an artist or <laughs> make it really hard to put me in a box. Well, you also surprised me just a moment ago when you brought up the point that Every Day, which is on your latest album, was one of the first songs you wrote. So yeah. have you like brought a collection of songs together that you've written over the years? Yeah, that's what I've done. Both those albums are exactly that. Um, so they're like confirmations of songs I've written over the years and chosen them for the album. So Every Day I wrote at high school with a friend and yeah, it's taken so long to finally release it, um, to get it out there. So, yeah, that's, that's what it is, I think. And that's what Rushing to Wait, I guess, has been about. Um, always kind of trying to find like, the perfect time, but then realizing that perfect time doesn't seem to be coming and you're not getting younger. So let's just get them, <laughs> let's just get them out there. So, um, which I mentioned on the song Bounce Back, you know, I've been rushing to wait. Um, kind of like always wanting to release it and then postpone it for whatever reason and then it's got to a point where now it's just they just get them out there and, and it is what it is i want to feel that right.
Hi, this is Joshua Webb, and you're listening to Christian music that doesn't suck on the Antidote. If you see me since you've left me, please stay, don't go away. If you see me since you left me, please come back where you belong. I'll wait for you. You know that's what I'll do. I'll wait for you. You know it's the truth. I'll wait for you. There's no one like you, girl. Yeah, there's no one like you, girl. Every day I think of you. I go crazy. I go crazy, yeah, yeah Every time I see your face You amaze me, oh, how lovely you are Every day I think of you I go crazy, I go crazy, yeah, yeah Every time I see your face You amaze me, oh, how lovely you are Would you come and set me free From the pain since you left me Put the puzzle back together from the start Symbol of my broken heart I was wrong to ever let you go And now, and now I'm telling you so Just give me one more chance And I'll show you love and romance Every day I think of you I go crazy, I go crazy, yeah, yeah Every time I see your face you amaze me Isn't that a wild change in styles? We heard just a sample of the songs Mosh Pit and Every Day. I did want to hear from Joshua about yet another music style that he brings into his songs. And that's coming right up, along with the song How I Love You. Well, I guess we've already determined that you're not a typical rapper. And I think a good example of you not being typical is that so much of your music could actually be used in a club. This stuff is definitely danceable. Yes, I, I've always loved dance music. I remember the first time I heard a synthesizer in, in a music shop and it was a, as a kid. I was like, Mom, this is so cool. Can we get this? So she went and bought this <laughs> secondhand one, <laughs> yeah, which didn't sound cool at all. <laughs> and I got piano lessons, <laughs> you know, which wasn't so exciting. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I've always just liked dance music, but not that I've been someone that would go to clubs being with my Christian upbringing. <laughs> um, so I would just be in my bedroom with headphones on, cranking it up dancing by myself a lot of the time to dance music <laughs> so yes very different upbringing in terms of that music so I, I love to incorporate that in my music I actually have like a remix album for Kingdom Rap and Rushing to Wait and I call them Reimagined which is like the cool word these days um, so they have a lot more dance mixes and dance versions of the songs on that as well so yeah I, I love that type of music and yeah like to make more of it would you say then that you had a fairly rigid upbringing? I mean, some Christians are so easygoing about going anywhere, seeing anything, seeing any kind of a band play, and others are quite a bit more rigid and they want to have very fine parameters that they would follow. Yeah, I think so, because it's a dark world out there. <laughs> so yeah, you got to be careful when you're young and that you can be ignorant of a lot of things, so... It's good definitely to have perimeters and stuff, particularly when you know who you are in God and, you know, mm -hmm. your purpose. Yeah, your focus is a bit different. So for me, it was more like Friday nights would be, was I was younger, like with the youth and, 
and the outreaches and stuff like that, more like God purposes mm-hmm. rather than, you know, going out and partying and that kind of scene, um, which is kind of seen a bit like the devil's kingdom, <laughs> the clubs. I used to feel that way until I realized that the majority of Christian bands play bars. And I was really opposed to that when I first realized. But then one band said to me, he says, well, where would Christ be ministering? That was a slap upside the head. And I went, I totally understand. Yeah, it totally comes into heart condition, like why you're going there. So my pers- talking about entertainment, you know, my viewpoint. But if you're going there to minister, that's a different thing. And so I've performed in bars and cafes and those kind of places as well and club venues Mm -hmm. you know so that's very different i'm going there to reach out with my music rather than go out partying something that i found interesting is that you have released one style of music that's actually a rarity in christian music because love songs rarely come out you know sure i mean christian artists have love songs to god but dealing with human love is unusual and the thing is, you didn't do that just once, but you did that a couple times on the new album. Rushing to Wait includes I'll Be There For You and How I Love You. Okay, so you got to give me the answer. Why are Christian love songs so uncommon? It could be to do with the market, maybe. I guess all the how people label Christian artists. It seems like if you're doing a love song about a woman, it's like a secular song. So there's Christian artists that have, but... Yeah, you're right, it's not as common, but then again, I, I do fit a few on radio, I think, so I don't know. Um, but I think it's really good because we're to, to love our, our spouse. <laughs> They're a blessing, and yeah, it's nice to have some songs about them. I guess I've been brought up on listening to a lot of pop music and Christian music. And New Zealand didn't have a big Christian music scene, so if you wanted to really get out there and to bigger opportunities you had to have more kind of mainstream theme songs so Mm -hmm. i think it was more all of those inspirations that um inspired that i mean the song how i love you is a song i wrote for my wife and because sometimes people like sing at their wedding that i wanted to do something a little different so um to actually release a music video at the reception Mm -hmm. so we filmed it it was um my wife's from the philippines we got married there so there was a crew that were filming it on the day and they were also editing it. And so, yeah, at the reception at the end of the night, they played the music video. So that's, that's, <laughs> so, so yeah. So sometimes it's just different reasons why you create a song. So sometimes, yeah, you just have different ideas being a creative person. I need to know something. How many points did you get for doing those two songs for your wife? because you get bonus points for things like that (laughs) yeah i don't know my wife's funny she might have might have maybe a little cringy i don't know it's got the (laughs) romantic lyrics my introvert wife kind of yeah maybe didn't really talk much about it i don't know (laughs) so yeah i don't know if i really won a lot out of that in the end but yeah it was a nice way to showcase our wedding and our story For my one in a lifetime, my dream love, this is dedicated. 
into your eyes Girl, you get me so energized And when I take your hand My heart just wants to, wants to dance Oh, you got me with a smile You know that it just drives me wild And when I touch your nose Girl, I know that I am home I love to hear you laugh It's like my favorite paragraph And I love to hear you say That you love me every single day When I feel your beautiful soul My doubts fall down like dominoes I hate it when we're apart So apart the seats Cause you're in my heart You'll be there to pop my bubble Yeah, we're so opposite Yet we are the perfect fit How good our friendship is It's like you're really heaven sent With you I feel so blessed Like I found love's treasure chest Promise to give you my best To face our stress and test you Thank you for trusting me With your future for I believe With God's grace you will succeed For we have found our destiny What a romantic guy, singing love songs for his wife. Maybe we should be taking pointers from Joshua Webb about that. Earlier I spoke about having international guests on The Antidote. That happens again next week as we're joined by the UK progressive rock band, The Moosery. Okay, you knew there was more to come. In this last part of our talk with Joshua Webb, he speaks about writing lyrics on multiple levels like what's found on his song Oxygen. See you next week on The Antidote. There's not a lot of opportunities, you know, in terms of more weekly stuff. Um, and particularly if you're more of a rap artist, you, you don't go around so much to opportunities of performing in churches or things like that. Um, you know, that type of music. So therefore, yeah, I looked at opportunities, obviously making more circular style songs to do more gigging and stuff and, get out there more and that a lot of those songs are on um, the album Rushing to Wait. That's the thing with Rushing to Wait. You could be playing this for a Christian audience or mainstream and they would still connect with the song because you write on more than one level and that's certainly the case with Oxygen. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, Oxygen, um, that basically, the whole idea of it was a worship song, like an intimate love song to God. Um, but it's kind of packaged in a way which I guess people may not necessarily pick that up and could see it as an intimate love song. <laughs> um, just mm-hmm. a fun, puppy dance song. So, yeah, it's quite quite unique song. 
catchy, fun, but the heart of it was writing about God. So, yeah, it's packaged in a way where it can be on more of a secular theme type, I mean, or focused album that can be playing out to non-Christians and, and they really enjoy the song. You and I have been talking about how your music could just be work with both a mainstream market and also with Christian. But really, have you ever thought about actually taking the Christian aspect to it one step higher and make it bold and upfront? Oh, yeah. Well, I've written uh, like worship songs as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a, a rapper. I'm a, I'm a songwriter. Um, I probably just rap more because I, I rap better than I sing. So I'll sing some demos and I'll think, oh, okay, if it doesn't suit my voice, I'll get someone else to feature on it. So um, I've been working away the last few years on a worship album, so um, which is a little unique because it has, you know, worship song you'll hear, but there'll be like a rap in there, kind of thinking back to what Lecrae did with Chris Tomlin. Right. So um, I'm working on that kind of project. So, yeah, I'm very boldly Christian. <laughs> um, and with that album, I mean, I think Kingdom Rap's pretty obvious. And there's definitely hints um, of to my Christianity and songs on the Rushing to Wait album as well. But, yeah, just for this worship album I call Collaborations to the King. Mm. Um, yeah, it's all about Jesus. And I, I take inspiration from an artist like from New Zealand, Brooke Fraser, doing solid worship music. But she had pop success in New Zealand with you know her solo albums years ago, and some of them were just worship songs. She was a good example of kind of crossing over or impacting both audiences. So trying, just trying to make quality music that you know, sounds really great, as well as having you know, great lyrics. I think that's always the the goal and that's going to be your future is that you're going to do the world tour with your worship album (laughs) it would be nice if you could hook me up with some people (laughs) that would be cool but i'm very excited about some songs on there for sure with more of my wife singing on a a couple of them as well so um and different artists i've collaborated from around the world yeah it's getting there i'm home to release it early early next year at some point so cool yeah, definitely excited about that. And, um, you know, see what God has for that project. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to that. Joshua, thanks for coming. This has been a great talk. Yes, no, thanks very much for having me. It's been really lovely chatting with you. And, yeah, I hope people enjoy the music we're putting out and keep going. Yeah, my oxygen.